Welcome back to Well, That's Interesting, the shit you have to deal with when you're old edition. Oh my god. <laughs> it's, this is something I try not to think about, because there's already so much shit to deal with. Oh yeah. Uh, and there's going to be more. Endless, endless <laughs> shit. Cascade of shit. Cascade. Avalanche. Avalanche of shit. Sometimes the shit's good. Sometimes the shit... It's not so good. Yeah. I have a feeling we're going to talk about some not so good shit today. <laughs> no. not, not so good shit. Um, but it does end well, believe it or not. I, oh. I picked happy endings, but boy, it, it does not look like it's going to be that way. Oh so. my God. I may have seen some pictures already and... Yeah. I, oof. Oof. Yeah, we'll get into that. We're, um, we're in for some shit. Before we get into that shit, uh, I'm Jill Chacha and I'm with... The horrified Marissa Riley. Yes, I am terrified. <laughs> we we will talk about it soon. Um, today, in between 036, fetus found in 91-year-old woman and 91-year-old man accidentally gets two COVID vaccines in one day. Great. So long story short, mm. 91 sounds terrible. Um, <laughs> they made it this far to deal with this shit. <laughs> They should have gotten free passes. It's just not fair. No, it's not. So. Life is not fair. Uh, before we get into the journey uh, that is being 91, um, let's, uh, let's give a shout out to Adam Reyna. We're looking at you. Fuck yeah, Adam uh, Reyna. We just wanted to uh, just read your review on Apple iTunes. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you do the honors of reading this magnificent review? I would absolutely love to. First of all, it is five stars. And <laughs> I love it. I love it when reviews are five stars. It's personal favorite. Uh, Adam Reyna on uh, the 10th said, I'm hooked. To be perfectly honest, I subscribed to this wonderful podcast after they liked a tweet about Christopher Maloney's Blessed Rump. That's all it took. Jill Chacha and Dr. Marissa, amazing, are <laughs> witty, hilarious, and constantly gathering the most interesting fact I've ever heard. Also, I am a business penguin, said, liked Benedict Cumberbatch. Amazing review. I, right. I wish I could do a decent <laughs> no, Cumberbatch impression. No. I'll work on it, Adam. Don't you worry. Amazing. But we are so happy to have you yeah. be a part of our flock. Welcome to the flock, Adam Reyna. Yeah. And thank you to everyone leaving a review, uh, hitting the, like the star buttons, you know, that the thing star. that you do. Yeah. It, it, just, it just helps other people find the flock. So thank you. Seriously. We love our business geese. Y'all are the best. Absolutely. Incredible. Uh, yeah. So thank you. And I guess that's a good intro to the in-between 036 should we start let's talk about some shit let's talk about some horrible shit all right that's what we're here for now let's begin by heading back in time to what seems like several hundred lifetimes ago to 2015 jesus (laughs) (laughs) i know when i started writing this this episode i struggled to remember like what the fuck happened that year that's that that's the trauma the last few years has done to my mind like i could not remember what happened in 2015 yeah um 
And it bothered me so much that I actually Googled major events 2015. Tell me what happened. I don't remember <laughs> either. A lot of important shit. Like, it was the year the U.S. Supreme Court finally legalized same-sex marriage. Oh, my God. Why don't we, re- <laughs> Why don't we forget that? I'm so embarrassed. Jesus. It's fucking terrible. Uh, NASA confirmed the presence of water on Mars. Oh, my God. And the fucking Paris Agreement was made. So it was a really big deal. That was and a huge year. It was. It was massive. Oh, my God. I know. Uh, and it was especially, and it was an especially big year for a little old lady in La Boca, Chile. Oh, mm-hmm. I believe Boca means mouth. Exactly. In Spanish. You got it. Yeah. Uh, Chile, of course, is located in South America. So let's all imagine that continent for okay. a moment. Okay. Close your eyes, especially right. if you're driving. <laughs> uh, now, to find La Boca, we need to find Chile. So for my fellow geographically stumped Americans, um, we're imagining South America. Now look at the West Coast of our imaginary map. Okay. Now point at the middle of the west coast. Okay. And run your finger down from there until you hit the very end of the continent. Ah. All of that is Chile. Ah. It's a thin strip of a nation. Uh, And, uh, oops, sorry, lost my notes. Ah, it's the thin strip of a nation. And right in the middle of this truly beautiful nation is equally beautiful La Boca, overlooking the Pacific. Amazing. The seaside town is itty-bitty. In the last census back in 2017, there were only about 700 residents. You guys. It's so tiny. Oh, my gosh. Uh, There's there's 700 residents in our building. Like, wow. And one of these residents, uh, one of them was Estela Melendez. Now, on paper, back in 2015, Estela was officially 91 years old. But her family says she didn't have a birth certificate or official ID until she was 17. So Estella may actually be over 100 at this point. Oh, my God. Estella. (laughs) She's rocking it. Estella. Now, unfortunately, this kind of confusion regarding like diagnosis and shit seemed to be a running theme in Estella's long life. Put a pin in it. Okay. Okay. I'm stressed. (laughs) Yes, fine. I'm stressed. (laughs) So, ah. Thankfully, though, for 91 or 101, she was doing pretty fucking well health-wise. She was totally lucid, uh, really only had difficulty hearing, and a bit of arthritis in her joints slowed her roll a That's bit. not bad. That's fucking incredible. That's pretty great. Uh, Estella did walk with the assistance of a cane, but on one particular day, that cane was not enough to support her legs, and they gave way. No, Estella. I know. Her younger brother, Mundo Lewis, found her sprawled out on the floor of the family home, and he rushed her to Claudio Vinsunia Hospital. That's where... the most beautiful hospital name I've ever heard. I'm sorry. Okay, go on. Vinsunia. Vinsunia. Uh, their doctors were able to do all the vital tests you perform on an elderly person who experiences a fall. Now, one of them being a hip x-ray. And this x-ray raised some major fucking red flags not caused by any fall. Quote, the doctor said I had a tumor and that they needed to operate on me, Stella said in an interview with CNN. That's never a good thing. No. Uh, the first image revealed a severely large mass covering the entire right hip. That's really not good. It's incredibly large. And it was even large enough that if you placed your hand on Estella's right hip and gave it a squeeze, you could feel it. Oh, so. no. So 91-year-old Estella was facing a cancerous tumor, and the family was facing a possible, facing the possibility a woman her age, maybe even older, may not survive the, su- the surgery. Yeah. So in the meantime, preparations had to be made 
to have it removed, and to do so, doctors needed more detail. So a, T a CT scan was performed. Now, Dr. Marissa, I would love to show you this scan. In fact, I'd love to show you two pictures. One of Estella on the left, pointing to where the lump is, all right? And the scan itself on the right. And if you would, would you please tell us what you see in each picture? Yes, I will. <laughs> Here you go. So, okay. And I'm sorry. Uh, also, you, this you photo, um... <laughs> these photos will be on our Instagram, Well That's Interesting Pod, and on Twitter at WTI underscore pod. Did I give you enough time to uh, digest what you just saw? I will never have enough time to digest <laughs> what I just saw. Okay, I'm going to start with on the right, the right photo. Um, yeah, this looks not real. Um, this looks like some sort of sadistic art. Mm. Like, uh, okay, so it's it's a scan of someone's hips. Mm -hmm. You can see their spine, you can see their the tops of their leg bones I don't know what they're called I'm so sorry <laughs> anyone bones. who went to college uh but right in the hip in the hips is this ball yeah of what looks like bones yes and a spine mm -hmm. another and a skull yep it yeah. looks like a baby ball yes it's right. like a small skeleton and it's making me so uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh, I'm so uncomfortable. And in the left picture, it's a picture of a nice old lady. And she is pointing to essentially where you would point to if you were pregnant. Yes. As far as where the tumor is. Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, I am, I'm upset. <laughs> That's a, yes, it's, very, it's <laughs> a very upsetting image. And what we're looking at here is no tumor, but a lithopedian. And that's Greek for a stone baby. Great. Yes. So what the fuck is that? And how is this all possible? Well, what we do know for sure is that, yes, at one point this was a pregnancy. Okay. <laughs> but most likely an ectopic or an abdominal pregnancy where the fetus develops outside the womb in the abdomen. Got it. Yeah. So it really didn't have a chance. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, get this. Estella had been married for 74 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. And she and her husband, who recently passed away, never had any kids. And she never knew about this pregnancy. She had no complications or at least anything concerning enough to get help. And so it remained there, unbeknownst to Estella, outside the womb, where it unfortunately could not survive. Okay, but here's the thing. It's really big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, yeah. gigantic. Yes, it is unmistakably a, uh, a fetus yeah also i feel like this is something where if i look up like three of the problems i have on any given day <laughs> webmd would be like you are having a stone baby like <laughs> this is webmd would right. be like you are you either have hiv or a stone baby and then i would spend the next three hours looking at pictures of stone babies yeah and this actually happened to someone. This actually happened to this woman. Yeah. Now, um, now, Dr. Mercer, would you please read from the Psychology Today article, When a Fetus Turns to a Stone, oh to tell us what happens when it's not removed. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Quote, a stone baby can develop only after three months of pregnancy. Before that, an embryo or early fetus is small enough for the woman's body to absorb. 
With a bigger fetus, however, the mother can instead mobilize a natural response to foreign bodies, depositing calcium salts to isolate the decay tissue and forestall infection. End quote. So basically, mm-hmm. the the fetus yeah. got really big, yeah. and then her body deposited calcium in it to prevent decaying tissue so there wouldn't be just tons of like... You got it. Dead right. flesh exactly. in her body, which would cause an infection and cause you know her death. Exactly. That's so nice of the body, but it's still <laughs> creepy as fuck. Mother Nature, I know. How <laughs> wasted were you <laughs> when you that. made this decision? <laughs> you know what? You know what? <laughs> to prevent an infection, I won't just have it flushed out in some smart way. I'll just turn it into a stone. Yeah. Magical. What? <laughs> so, it's Harry Potter shit. So this is what happened in Estella, some Harry Potter shit. Her body cal- calcified the fetus, essentially turning it to stone, just like you did. Like, I mean, you said, not like you <laughs> Sorry. Just like you said. No! To prevent an infection. Uh, and I know what you're thinking. I mean, probably many fucking things, but let's start here. Was she carrying this around most of her life? Uh, yes. Yes, she was. Oh, my God. So this nearly four and a half pound stone. What? Sorry. Okay. Yeah, it's okay. Let it out. This nearly four and a half pound stone was possibly created 60 years prior to the discovery. Oh and 60 was settled upon, get this, using her younger brother Mundo as a gauge. Her lump showed up around the time he was born 60 years ago. And he told the BBC in an interview he always remembered Estella having that lump. So that's how they, that's how they eyeballed it. So. I'm, just, I'm just wrapping my head around the fact that she's had this lump and we haven't done anything about it. Oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Oh. Uh-huh. That's, no. Oh, no. Yes. Oh, we should continue. Okay. 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 So doctors decided not to remove the stone because clearly it's... Not life-threatening. She's had it for 60 fucking years. And honestly, surgery may do much more harm than good at this point. Estella's too old to recover from something that large being removed. And it seemed Estella was absolutely fine with this decision. On On a bittersweet note, she told CNN, quote, The lump on her belly reminds her of her husband. Oh. I know. That's so beautiful. Also. Heartbreaking. Heartbreaking. Yeah. Okay, just keep talking. Okay. Our story, though, does not end here. What? Mm-hmm. What? That's right. Let's head on back to the roaring 1980s. What the fuck? That's right. When Estella had coincidentally gotten an x-ray in the same area, and of course the same red flags appeared, a giant blot over her entire right hip. Doctors again diagnosed Estella with cancer. What? Or should I say they diagnosed her again for the first time? I don't know. Anyway, so uh, this diagnosis was so severe, they were like, don't even bother with surgery. You have three days to live. What? Yeah. Uh-huh. Doctors. Okay. Doctors yep. from the 80s. Doctors Get it together. <laughs> so. What the fuck? Yeah. They sent her home thinking she was going to die any minute. The minutes passed, and the days passed, and the years passed, until that fateful day, Estella fell. And it wasn't until 2015 when that mysterious lump was finally revealed to be a fetus. Oh my god. And a fetus somewhere between four and seven months old, just frozen in time. I 
Estella, I admire you. I admire your positivity and your calmness. If someone told me I had three days to die on day four, if I was still alive, yeah, I would have gotten a second opinion, <laughs> a third opinion. You know what? On day one, I would have gotten... Oh, yeah. I would have gotten eight opinions. I would have had this confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have so much anxiety. I, I wouldn't be able to just... She just let it go. She yeah, she just let it go, and she's just I'm gonna ride this. Amazing. I hope she just lived a full fucking life. You know she did. Yeah. Just... You know anyone who is fine with having like a lump coming out of their hip, <laughs> who doesn't care about that, lives their best life every yeah. day. I fucking hope so. Yeah. I hope she did all the drugs. I hope she did so many drugs <laughs> so... and ate so many carbs. So just... many carbs. Just okay. carbs and wine and. Just... You know, Car- sitting and back carbs on, and wine. That's just it. carbs and wine. Sitting on the beach. I, okay. You know, I aspire. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, I know what else you may be thinking. How common is this? Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> Tell me. Tell me, Dr. Cha-Cha. <laughs> well, Dr. Marissa, would you please inform us by reading from our source, Wikipedia? I would love to. All right. Quote, there are only 300 known cases whew, of lithopedia in the world recorded in over 400 years of medical literature. While the chance of abdominal, ab, <laughs> abdominal pregnancy is one in 11,000 pregnancies, only between 1.5 and 1.8% of these abdominal pregnancies may develop into lithopedia. End yeah. quote. So it's probably not going to happen to me tomorrow. No. Is what you're saying. Exactly. Promise? I promise. Absolutely promise. Okay. Yes. Not going to happen. Also, I'm gay. So it would be... We're both gay. Really, really weird. Complicated if that happens. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So, so yeah. It's super rare. And fortunately, people carrying a stone usually show no side effects, which is why so many are found incidentally. Like Ah. Stella. Yeah. And even wackier good news, according to that Psychology Today article, it's possible that if you've got one, you can still conceive and give birth without without incident. Weird. Yes. So, Weird. Then this was shown by several other cases where this took place. Uh, most recently in 1999, where a 67-year-old woman finally felt some abdominal pain that led her to the hospital. Scans revealed a stone, and it was diagnosed as a mixed, missed pregnancy 37 years ago. However, she still had another child within that time frame. Bananas. Yeah, so she was carrying a stone baby and a real baby together at some point. So <laughs> the look you gave me was incredible. That was such a, that was a, I, I, I wish we recorded that. I know. So. <laughs> I just... I'm, oh, I'm going to need to look at some dog videos after this. Yeah, we're going to need to cope. So I guess we should take a break. Yep. <laughs> All right. So that was a fucking bonger story. And after the break, well, we've got another one for you. But this time with a 91-year-old man and a COVID vaccine mix-up. Oops. <laughs> Stay tuned. Please do. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, everyone. Jill Chacha here from Well, That's Interesting. And I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones... (laughs) You get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please, stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We are so back. And we're doing drugs. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I like to hear. (laughs) So let's head on over to Ohio just a few months ago, January 22nd, to be exact. Okay. And we're in the city of Hamilton, Ohio, uh, not overlooking the Pacific Ocean. Um, Uh, But it is 20 miles north of Cincinnati. Okay. And we're with Victor Smith on a very exciting day. He's, a, he's about to get his first Moderna COVID-19 vaccine shot. Fuck yeah. That's right. Victor, also 91. And according to several sources like Newsweek, Live Science, and, you guessed it, local station WLWT Channel 5. WLWT. <laughs> he's an amputee who lost part of his leg in an accident as a teen. Ah, uh, Victor. I know. And I'm assuming this was brought up in reports because after the shot, Victor experienced a very common side effect. Uh, He felt fatigue. Yes. And being 91 and all of this information we just spoke about, it may explain why Mr. Smith experienced a fall. Yeah. I know. Thankfully, as with our previous story, Victor was quickly rushed to a local hospital. Uh, Shortly after there, he was transferred to Jamestown Rehabilitation, where his stay was a wee bit longer, just over a month. Oh, yeah. I'm glad he had that resource. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Um, but it was sometime within these 30 days, Victor actually got COVID. What? Yes. No. I know. But oh. as we will see, he's one hell of a fighter. Victor survived. And he was raring to go to get his second dose. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah, Victor. Fuck yeah. So... Victor's second shot of Moderna was scheduled for the morning of February 25th, just a short distance from the rehabilitation center. Uh, It was at the Butler County Fairgrounds. And some of the rehab staff were like, hey, you know what, let's... We'll just take you. So they were kind enough to drive him there. That is so sweet. I I love that. Super sweet. Now, Dr. Marissa, would you please read what Dawn Smith Theodore, Victor's daughter, told WLWT when she called to check up on him. Absolutely, I would love to. All right, quote, They transported him to get his shot, and when he came back, I spoke to him. He was good. End 
quote. There you go. Everything sounds fine. So fucking second shot at the fairgrounds went smoothly. Uh, staff returned him to the rehab center. Thumbs up from Victor. Uh, he can go back to resting in his room, right? Easy peasy. Absolutely not. Now, so, <laughs> so there's a wee bit of a, uh, but wait, there's more to this story. Oh, no. Now, that same day, February 25th, the rehab center was also providing vaccine shots. And that same day, February 25th, scheduled for that location, that afternoon, was Victor Smith. What? That's right. Victor Smith, number two, a man with the same exact name. <gasps> no! Yeah. So when Victor number two signed in, the staff was informed Victor Smith was available for a shot. And unfortunately, they thought this meant Victor number one, the 91-year-old man waiting in room 202. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, Dr. Marissa, would you be so kind as to read from LiveScience.com as to what happened next? Yes, of course. Oh, my God. All right. Quote, Smith received yet another dose of the COVID-19 vaccination, his third just four hours after the second. The COVID-19 vaccination scheduled uh, uh, schedule for mRNA vaccines calls just for two doses of the vaccine given three or four weeks apart, end quote. Oh my God, this is terrible. Yeah. This is terrible. Yeah. When I got, <laughs> okay, yeah. so I'm like a 30-year-old woman. Yeah. And when I got my second Moderna, oh, I yeah. was sick for a long time. Yeah, a good 24 I a, hours. Yeah. I had a fever. I was achy. Is achy. I was hallucinating. I thought <laughs> a lot of people were in the apartment. Really? There weren't. Oh, you didn't tell me that part. Oh, yeah, I did. I kept thinking there were people here, and I was so confusing. Point being, it really fucks you up. Yeah. It fucks you up, wow. and it, for a good reason, but like, <laughs> shit. So... I can only... Oh, poor Victor. I know. Poor Victor number one. I know. And Victor number two is like... Where's the fucking also, poor Victor <laughs> number two, you guys. So now the CDC doesn't have much data on uh, what happens when a patient gets two standard Moderna doses in a short span. Uh, They do now. (laughs) A standard dose being 100 micrograms. Now, they do have results from a phase one study where volunteers got one shot of 250 micrograms and they reported, quote, more reactogenicity, uh, basically more chills, headaches, myalgia, and pain at the injection sites. Uh, they were more severe. Okay. And that's from the CDC. Okay. So, now remember, Victor's case is even more unique. Not only did he get two shots in four hours, uh, he got another a month ago. And, right. And got COVID itself. <laughs> so, oh my God, that's right. That? I forgot about the fact that He's he got COVID. He's pumped full of COVID. He's, there's so much COVID. So, oh my God. Uh, this clusterfuck resulted in, you guessed it, quite the clusterfuck of a reaction. No. His daughter told SpectrumNews1.com, quote, I got a call about 610-615 saying my dad was in respiratory distress, saying his oxygen level was at 85. That's bad. Yeah. And he was being transported to the hospital. Oh my God. I got a call that night from the hospital telling me my dad was dying of congestive heart failure. What? End quote. No! I'm so scared. Tell me more. So I should mention, she lives in LA, so she was dealing with this long distance. Yeah. Yeah. So now, Victor is one hell of a fighter, and after 12 days in the hospital at 91 fucking years old, after all of this shit, he survived. Fuck yeah. That's right. Victor! That's right. Fuck yeah, Victor! 
Fast forward two months to early May. Vaccine Vic, as he likes to now call himself. I love it. And his daughter were reunited. Uh, yeah, for the first time. And I think it was like 15 months or so. Jesus. So Don plans on moving Vic to L.A., where he'll be staying at a full-time care facility nearby. And they made it through, and they're still making it through. Let's all keep it fucking going. Fuck yeah. The end, mm-hmm. but not really. Yeah. Fuck yeah. yeah. Vaccine Vic. <laughs> That's right. I put... Put that on a t-shirt, put it on a tote, yeah. put it on a wheelchair, put it on an oxygen tank. I want that everywhere. I wish I had his address that sounds creepy so I could send him just a bunch of shit that yeah. says Vaccine Vic on it. I know. He'd love that. I know he would. Yeah. <laughs> he'd love That's that. so cute. Oh, my God. I yeah. <sighs> I know. Everybody just. Uh... <sighs> wow. What Wowie. A, what a journey. What a journey. Vaccine yeah. Vic. So that is the end of Inbetweeny 036. Amazing. Thanks to Vic. Thanks to everyone listening. Thanks to Adam Reyna. Thank you, Adam. Also, I realize I never pointed out the fact that you called me a doctor. That means <laughs> everything to me. My mom would love that. My dad would love that. They'd be like, finally, she's a doctor. Even if it is you know, if, if a fictional pe- one. <laughs> if enough people say it, honorary doctor. Dr. Marissa. I would love to be an honorary <laughs> doctor who never does anything <laughs> medical right. to other people. That's right. Except for putting Band-Aids on Jill. Yeah. Right. <laughs> oh my God, I'm a klutz. Okay. Everyone, stay interesting. Please do.